how are you? Thanks for stopping by. It's been a minute. I'm coming in to give you some content here. Thanks for coming. This is Stephanie with Relentless You. I like to take my time to come up with content because I want to feel the content that I'm giving. I don't pre-write anything. I don't pre-prepare things except that I get a topic or an ideal or a feeling and then I want to deliver it. So, staying with the relentless aspect of things, I just want to kind of be brief with this particular episode, number four. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, not really a deep conversation, but conversation is probably a loose term. We use conversation now for just about anything from Um, texting to DMing to inboxing on Facebook. This particular conversation was an inbox conversation on Facebook that I was having with a friend. But before I got to this particular statement that he made, which was so simplistic yet so true, I want to share with you what I had been wrestling back and forth with in my mind. And I think we all go through this. um, Creators, people who have desires and goals or people who are just going along in life and that's just all of us all of those things at any given point in time as we pretend you know as we continue to age and progress in life we pretend we begin to question whether or not we should follow certain passions whether we should continue down roads that we feel as though we have kind of knocked our heads up against and have tried on several occasions but hadn't seen anything come forth from them the way that we think they should have materialized. When you put your best foot forward and you try and you put yourself out there and you see some reward but not the reward or the gain that you thought you should, the question becomes, should I continue on with that? When you're an entrepreneur, that's a pretty big question because there may be some financial fiduciary aspect of it that has a direct impact on whether or not you should continue in that vein. It could be a restaurant. It could be a bowling alley. It can be any business that you've started. It can just be a business that is more self-contained, something that you create personally. It could be a makeup line you sell. It could be any of those things. And you'll look and you'll you'll invest your money, your time, as one of my old bosses back in the day used to say, your sweat equity. And you're saying, at some point in time, when do I reap that reward? So when you're putting your money and your time and your effort in there, you know, I hate to say it, we have a microwave mentality sometimes. And sometimes our mentality is realistic. I put that seed in the ground. It's been a couple years. I'm looking for something to come back. So what I had been wrestling with in my own head was that, you know, I had done many things since leaving high school, different businesses, different little ventures. And when you're in the apex of your youth, a lot of times you have your your greatest drive without even thinking, you know, you'll attack things in a way that, you know, is naturally relentless you don't have to question whether or not you're going to keep trying you just do because you feel 
and, and no one has necessarily told you this or it's not necessarily in the forefront of your mind but the world is your oyster you're here to get it you know you're 20 something years old you're 25 you're 20 you're pursuant just naturally depending on the way you're designed I don't want to assume that everyone is designed the same way but if you are that way you'll you understand what I'm talking about so when you have felt that you have done a plethora of things in your life when you reach a certain stage of your life you can begin to say should I even be doing this anymore I'm not pausing because I don't have anything to say. I'm pausing to let that, as um, an old pastor used to say that I belong to, he would say, let that marinate. Just let that lay there. Should I be pursuing anything anymore? That's a hard question for someone who's creative. Whether or not you like Kanye West or not, Kanye West says something in a song that I like and it was really it, it was it was particularly um in my opinion a very strong statement it's it, 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 it push you back in your chair if you really think about what he said his quote was giving up is way harder than trying let me say that again giving up is way harder than trying That's a true creative person. It should be difficult. A person who has a drive, a person who has a passion, a person who has a goal, a person who has desires in this world. It should be difficult to lay that thing down and say, I'm done. I'm not going to pursue that. I'm not going to run this leg of the race. If it is easy to lay that thing down, one questions whether or not you were ever truly passionate about it let me give you an example if you have always had a desire to I don't know have a hair salon I'm just just using something until something else comes in my in my spirit to use as better but somehow you get off of that track you start working in a corporate America you start doing your thing now maybe you have a family but you've always had this natural talent to do hair just using that or makeup artist or whatever you insert whatever thing it is in there that works best for you to imagine but we get sidetracked but we find ourselves dibbling and dabbling in that thing now maybe you've raised your kids or your kids now they need you or whatever the case may be where am I to find the time to be and do that thing that requires me to get a certificate or requires me to go to school or require me or requires me to change gears and shift into a whole nother career can I do that at this point I have a mortgage I have bills I have all of these things so it becomes a thing where you want to stop even desiring it I don't know if you've ever desired something so badly that no matter how much you want to pry your teeth off of that thing, you can't seem to let it go. Well, I have been wrestling in my mind with whether or not I should become, for lack of a better way to put it, I don't I don't want to call it complacent, but accepting of where I was, where I am, and say, well, Stephanie, you've done you know, this, that, and the third, and 
X, Y, and Z and ABC. I mean, there are so many avenues that I've gone down and I've had those moderate successes in those areas, but there have been areas I've desired more success from and had seen, you know, moderate success, but I didn't stay pursuant of them. And that's been just an ebb and flow of life and life's journey. So as I keep developing and keep creating and keep coming up with ideals, I started looking at myself and saying, shouldn't you just chill? (laughs) Shouldn't you just say, hey, let me pull out this white handkerchief that I don't even know that I ever had a white handkerchief, this white towel. Shouldn't I just throw it into the ring of life and just say, you know what, life? I had some successes that I could put check marks next to, never big stars or big circle, just enough to fill a resume, just enough, you know, accolades that I could be, you know, slightly conversational and maybe in some aspects to some people's perception, braggadocious of the things that I've accomplished. Maybe now is the time to say, you're done. And then I had a conversation with this friend of mine on Facebook. And I didn't get as detailed as I am here, but I had said something to the aspect. And again, I'm just kind of paraphrasing. Like, should I even still be doing this? As I was telling him about, you know, my podcasting and things of that nature. And he said one simple statement. He said, do it. And I'm paraphrasing again because I'm going to share it with him. Do it because it makes you happy. Do what makes you happy. And he shared a video with me of a guy who was dancing like he was dancing all crazy in church. But it was hilarious because no one had came over to try to usher him out and say, your brother, you know, cool out. Nothing like that. They let him do his thing. And and you could tell he was in his zenith. He, He was happy doing what he was doing. And just that simple word changed it all because sometimes me being who I am goals have outcomes and for me the outcome is always fiduciary I'm just going to be bottom line with you that's the that's the barometer that is the the thing in which I use to determine success success for me is I do a b and c this is what I gained. If I don't see one plus one equaling two, I begin to question whether or not that's considered success. I, I'll tell you, this is, this is a true story. I used to do um, spoken word. I've, I wrote poetry since leaving high school, since high school and all that kind of stuff. And when I was just about I think I had left high school I came across some kind of poetry thing I went and I did my little poetry down in Center City here in Philadelphia and I had always been a writer because that was what my heart's desire had always been and um two quick stories in terms of poetry and you know as time went on I found a place that you could do spoken word this happened to be the same place it's an art gallery the name kind of fails me now where artists like Jill Scott and people like that went here in Philadelphia and they performed at. So I found this place and I ended up going there the first time to do some poetry I had. 
Well, let me tell you something. I came there, honey, and these poets were up there and they were just spitting this stuff out and their poems seemed to have gone on for like 10, 15 minutes with some music. And I mean, they killed this thing. And I felt like when I got up there, I had my little piece of paper and I felt like my poems were like roses are red, violets are blue. If you like me, I like you too. That's what I felt like my poetry sounded like in comparison to these people who were so, so invested in their tool, their tool set was so sharp in comparison to mine. They were dealing with, you know, oils and paints and canvases and I'm over here with like crayons, you know. And I could have left that night and had never returned. But I went home and I said, you know what? I'm going to be like these people. I'm going to really learn how to expand my poetry. Like really, really get really metaphoric, really symbolic and really good with it. And learn how to memorize my own writing. So I came back and I started getting really, really good. Better than I had ever been. You know, because, you know, in different times and spaces, you're good at that time. One has to grow in your field. And maybe if you're, if possible, be a, a change agent in the field that you're doing, right? So it's one thing to master the field of whatever it is as it is, but to become like an innovator or take it up a level or a notch, even if it's for yourself. But, you know, there's a scripture that talks about iron sharpens iron and you need to be around people sometimes. And, and, and when I was doing that poetry, I saw people come in doing their roses or red, violets or blue. And I could tell they were shrieking because I'm telling you, people were deep on this thing. Anyway, out of that came a person came there and they were looking for someone to be in a play and be a poet in a play. Well, my girlfriends who were there at the time had, you know, encouraged me, said, Steph, you should go try out for that. And I was like, all right, you know, so I come to the, to this audition. Now you would have thought there would have been a cavalcade of people from this thing to come and, 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 and do this. There wasn't, there was, there was enough, you know, and I came and I auditioned and I did my poem, one of the ones that I had written at the time. And excuse me, and you know, I did my little audition. I thought, okay, they're gonna come over and let me know something one way or the other. Little did I know that they came over to me and they said, Listen, we'd already given this other girl the lead to the to the play, but we'd rather give it to you and like take her off from being the lead. I didn't come for the lead. I I, I didn't come for the lead. I came to just be like a little spotlight poet poetess and roll on but I ended up leaving with the lead and from there I did my first play and from there I did many plays with this group but can I tell you again it was fine at first because there was no there was nothing to it but when I realized I was like wait a minute you know they're making money and sales off of these tickets and we're it was a talented group it was a really talented group I immediately tried to find where it was where I could make money off of my acting now at this point. Because, you know, at first it's like, I'll do it for free at first, but you got to pay me after a while. 
and I had success doing dinner theater for a couple years and I made good money good money doing that I say all that to say that that's the way I rationalize success but I had to take that step back when my friends said do what makes you happy and I think that's an important thing to take away here is two points of it no it is not time to stop There is a saying that I've often said, and I guess it went out of my head, but now it came came back. And it's a statement like this, and it sounds morbid at first, but when you think about the truth of it, it, it really isn't. It's not over until they put some dirt on me. And I wanna pass that on to you. It's not over until it's over, as they like to say until the fat lady sings, it ain't over till it's over. Because if you give up today, if you say, you know, Stephanie, I've tried, Stephanie, I'm going down that road. I, 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 you know, I joined that group. I sold those bracelets. I've done this. I've done that. It's over. That stuff doesn't work. It does. Because it's about you. What's working is you. As I, I've said in times past, you're only ever selling yourself. So it's really, it's really a self-motivational thing within yourself to say it's not over for me. Because if you stop now, what if you still have 40 years here in this vessel and you toss it in today and you've essentially, you know, just chopped off 40 years of complacency? There may be, and in all due respect, there may be nothing wrong with what you do for a living today. It may be fulfilling. It may be a blessing to others. It's obviously, it's going to be a blessing to yourself and your family because that's how you, you know, feed one another, feed your family and take care of them. But you should never give up on you. It isn't time to give up on you. It isn't time to stop being pursuant of whatever that thing is that's going to give you fulfillment because sometimes it is just about doing what makes you happy if creativity makes you happy continue to create the the barometer or the meter by which you determine success cannot always be monetarily It is only one aspect of an indicator of success. And really, it really isn't because the truth of the matter is there it can be found great success in something very derogatory. Again, there could be great success in something derogatory. And I mean, you can fill in the blank of any number of examples where a person can make a lot of money, but they do a lot of harm. You know, make a lot of money, but do a lot of harm. Is that success? It may be depending on who that person is. They may be able to remove themselves or, you know, give that whole Pontius Pilate, I washed my hands of it all, like it has nothing to do with me. But that's not really, you know, our goal. Fulfillment sometimes is success. Joy is success. Happiness is success. Expression is success. That is success. What is success to you? Money may be the offshoot of doing what you do, but it isn't the totality of what is success. 
do what makes you happy. Because after all, this is your journey, right? No one else can do what you do. No one else can bring what you bring to the table. Thanks so much for listening. I appreciate it. This has been cathartic for me to share where I'm at in in my journey. And I hope you feel that as well. And I hope that it causes you to ask questions within yourself and really get that out of yourself. Because sometimes when we hold those things in, you know, it can turn on you and you can begin to process things in a derogatory way to give up. But we know that we shouldn't give up, right? We know that there is always tomorrow and that we can never give up on ourselves. We're going to take that white towel and we're going to throw it behind us. We're not throwing it forward. We're throwing it behind because it doesn't apply to us because we're go-getters. We're going to be relentless regardless of the obstacles that come our way. And those obstacles can be external as well as internal. And today we've talked about an internal obstacle that the the question of is my season over and I'm here to tell you your season is never over it is never over this is Stephanie with Relentless You just remember today is your day no matter what day it is take care